three, two, one. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Crazy tonight? We are back tonight, and we are back talking about another topic that we hope you enjoy. We're going to be talking about make them love you. Make them yes. love you. Make yes. them love you. We're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be talking about Sledge, a hero finding his place. We're going to talk to the creator of the book, and that's coming up next. Let's get it. <laughs> Welcome to Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man, Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer Madina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It's been a minute, but we're back. It is Tuesday, December 12th. What's going on? Well, it's it's been it's been a while. Lou, Lou's in the house. It's been a while, dude. Oh, Michael, they're all here, bro. It's, the here, family's bro. all here. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We've right. been out. Uh, for a little bit, and, and uh, you know we've been doing we've been doing work and stuff, so life has gotten in the way. But we're back. We are back live tonight. We have another guest, and he's going to be talking to us. Kerry Chug is his name, and he's going to be talking yeah. to us about Sledge. Yeah. It's a comic book that he created. Um, so we're going to be talking to him about that. Plus, we're going to be talking the Get Your Mad segment, and obviously, as always, we're going to give you what we've been up to. So let's start with that, Sam. What you, what you been up to, brother? I've been traveling the world. Bro. Oh yes, yes, Chico, and everything in it. Yes, you have. Yes, yeah, you nah, have. I've been traveling for work. I've been everywhere. Um, and uh, I'm. Hey, what's up, Dan? In the house, Dan. What up? Yeah, yeah. So just work has just had me traveling. I just came back from Miami. Before that, I was in um, Sweden, and before that, I was in Spain. Um, and uh, uh, those long flights, man, they take a take a whooping. And uh, I, you know, I got sick, and when I was in Sweden, I got the vid um you know so i was bedridden when i got back home and um and uh you know so i've just been trying to re recover from the jet lag i've just been back to back to back to back um and i'm glad i don't have any travel for the next two months uh so that's good but yeah but just doing that and, and try to promote this indiegogo that has not moved a lick yo i i forgot about the indiegogo yo, i forgot about me What's up with that? i think they did no. i think everybody no. forgot about it dude. it is just like what bloody hell it's still there, though. It's still, it's still there. there. Yeah. And uh, I want to remind everybody it's still there. And I want to remind anybody, everybody by showing this amazing promo with art by Lupons. So yes. check it out. Once a year 
on Hallow's Eve, the world comes together. To escape and become something more than themselves. Until a little green alien from another planet proved that being yourself can be delicious. There's an alien in my toilet available for pre-order right now on Indiegogo. Get yours today. Yeah, man. Yeah, so Lou Lou honored me with that amazing piece, and when she sent that to, I was like, "Yo, I got an idea," and I wanted. I just I just spliced it up and did that little quick promo. Nice. Wait, did I miss it? Did you throw it in there? It just played. No, the, I didn't see the piece though. I didn't see her piece in it. That was it. All those pieces of art was it. Oh wow! Get out of yeah. here. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was looking for the cover. Oh no, 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 the cover. I'll show it in a second. That was uh, that was interior. Dude, let me you. find out. Where's the downloads? Yo, that's dope. I didn't realize that was her. Yo, honestly, she really captures uh, the. You made a cool promo. Yeah, that really captures like it. It it almost looks like your art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. juice really, with every really, pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. Oh man, that looks really, really good, dude. I honestly thought that was your stuff. No, it was Lou. Good man. job, Lou. Yeah. Damn, that looks great. <laughs> cool promo. We made a cool promo. Yeah, dude. Juice with every poster. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. That yeah, she did that piece, and not only that, but she also um uh did this amazing. Um, piece. Yeah, uh, that's what homage. I was looking. Yeah, it's an homage to Wizards, the um, by Ralph Bakshi, the um, animation in 1977, I believe. And um, it's a fantastic piece. So I threw, you know, if we if we get five hundred dollars in pledges, it'll unlock this, and you can get it for just five bucks. Um, this is it. Look at that piece, bro. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that looks really good. I love yeah. it, man. I love it. Lou, how, how long did that take you? That looks so freaking like oh, so much detail. The rendering, dude, like that's awesome. Holy cow! Good job. Pretty fire. Um, yeah, big time, big time. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, that's exciting stuff. Well, so how long is the uh, campaign still going for now? This is Indiegogo, and how many days you got left? I think I got like. Let me see. I think you put a link. There's a link in the in the in the uh in chat. the chat, everyone. So if you guys want to check it out, if uh, you haven't done so yet and want to uh pledge to the campaign, this is for the sixth left. how many? Twenty. Twenty. This is for the sixth issue of the book. So sixth issue is which is pretty fire. Um this issue. Uh Jonathan Syfex is in is in this issue. Oh, Johnny. Johnny makes an appearance. Big shout out to Johnny. Yeah, he makes Syfax. it, you know, his likeness is in the book. Um nice. uh, actual the the, um, all the contestants for the art contest are in it. Lupin's artwork on what she submitted is in it. Um, it's a nice, and there's a lot of new characters in the series. Procreate. So, Lou, Procreate records the process, right? So you can play it back to yourself. Because that, that, I think, um, I think Aníbal uses the same program, and that, and he's shown us videos of like the program itself records what you've drawn and it plays it back for you, so you see it. Really? You know I mean? Yeah. I didn't know that. Got another one in progress. That's awesome, Lou. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Man. Yeah, that's that's way go for sure. Good job. Good job. Yeah. So yeah, don't forget hit the uh, hit the link in the chat if you haven't done so yet. It's going to be in the show notes as well, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, pledge to the campaign ends in. Uh, yes, I have all of them recorded. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. 
Uh, yeah, the campaign ends in 20 days. So make sure if you haven't done so yet, if you haven't picked up. Now, I'm sure there are catch-up tiers on the campaign, Sam. Yeah, you can get all the back issues. You can get all the back issues yeah. in the campaign, just like with anything else. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so if you missed the first five issues, it's available there. Um, there's a lot of cool incentives. Again, um, yeah, find out yeah. what they are. Go to the Indiegogo. Check it out. Um, it's really dope. Yeah, uh, yes. Sometimes if you're not like a Kickstarter person, you'd rather go to Indiegogo. You know what I mean? That's, so the option is there, obviously. The option is there. So if you guys want to grab that up, make sure you do. Good stuff, brother. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Well, how, what you been up to? Oh, dude. So I uh, so back in April, I pre-recorded April, May, like in the summer, I pre-recorded a bunch of shows for my uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, so you can go to Get Your Meds on YouTube with a Z. Or get getyourmeds.com and you'll, it'll, it'll send you a link there. But um, yeah, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe to it. But yeah, I've been working on uh, on just getting all of those um, interviews edited and then I'm posting them up every week. So I've had Aniba was on the show recently. JD uh, Calderon was on there. Um, I've had a few. I've had a few people in there. Uh, Paul uh, from uh, ASAP Imagination. Hades was on the show. Lori Calcaterra. Uh, Lori Cunningham. You know, the usual suspects. They've been on the show. And I have a few more that are going to be coming out. I, I got to get you on there. And we just talk comics. We just talk writing comics. So if you guys are interested in, in, in talking about the art of writing comic books, then check it out. Check it out. I'm, I'm trying to build the channel. So it's it's brand new. If you guys want to check it out, go to getyourmeds.com. I'll have a link on there. Or go to my social media. And I always post when the new ones are coming out. So make sure you do that. Um, tomorrow on ASAP Imagination, all six issues of Russ are out. I'm doing a bundle for Christmas, so you can get all six issues for six bucks. All six PDFs for six dollars, fifty percent off. So I'm doing that. It'll take the discount at the uh, at checkout. So go check it out. Go to asapimagination.com and check that out. And of course, working on on the Adventures of Wonder Dog. Pages are coming in from the guys overseas, and I'm working on a new book that I'm hoping to have next year. I'm hoping to start doing conventions next year early, but I don't know if that's going to work out. I know you have one coming up. I have, yeah, I have. Um, oh, February. You have one in February, two. don't you? Yeah, I have um, this one, which oh, is, is. Look at that guy. Yes, I'll be there. Um, this is in uh, Oklahoma. And uh, February 24th and 25th, I'll be in Artist Alley. And then in June, I will be at the Superhero Comic Con, which is a four-day event. It's huge. Ooh. And this is in San Antonio, Texas. So I decided to do that instead of Fan Expo in Dallas because this is a four-day expo. I paid a little less than I would pay at the Fan Expo, and I get a booth with an yeah. eight-foot table, um, and I get all the perks and bells and whistles that comes along with it where you don't get any of that stuff with Fan Expo. You get a six-foot table. You're tight. Um, you're squenched in with people. Last year, they had no AC in this entire venue. Damn. So, so I'm like, you know, I, I said, why am I going to give them my money if they if they treat you like garbage when you, I can go to this, this event, which is humongous and it's big and it's, it's it's just as competitive as the Fan Expo? Dude, I got um, I, I may I may just go take the trip with you out there, bro. I'm not going to get a table because just shipping everything out all the way out there. It just gets really expensive. I actually signed up for a pro badge at C2E2 in, in Illinois. That's in April, April 28th. Uh, I think it's 26th or the 28th. And so I'll be there with a pro badge. So I'm going to go out there and just walk the floor over in Illinois. So I've, I've never been to C2E2. So I'm interested. Yeah, I heard about see, it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the show is like. I heard it's it's expensive to get in. It's almost like because they it's the same people that do the the, the Comic Con, the New York Comic Con. 
Ah, uh, yeah. So C2E2 is expensive, and so is Dragon Con. Dragon Con is expensive. Dragon Con's expensive too, bro. How yeah. much are tables over there? Like nine hundred dollars for yeah. like a, a table or something? Yeah. Crazy. You do Dragon Con, you got to be able to bring back a few grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. you're gonna be spending a few grand. For sure, dude. For sure. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's what's going on. That's what's going on, and uh, obviously we'll we'll be back. I think we're back next week. I think we uh, yeah, we have a guest next week. We, we have a guest next week, so we'll yeah. be back next week, and then it's Christmas the week after that, dude. Like, yeah, well, for Christmas, crazy. and then uh, we're popping off in January. Um, we have January. some guests, and uh, yeah, the new year, bro. Can new year's it? here, kid. New year's here. Crazy, crazy. But I think it's uh, I think it's time. I think it's Let's time do to it. get some medicine, bro. Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Make them love me. Make them love you. When stores, publishers, etc. say no. You're gonna love me. Like nobody's love me. Wow. Wow. There he is. He is. He's slowly coming back. I got a migraine. I'm fighting through the migraine. He's fighting. He's fighting the music. Um, yes, make them love me. So you know, Sam and I, we chat outside of this and, you know, we were talking the other day and you mentioned something that you thought would be a good topic to talk about today on our comeback show from this little hiatus. So what's, what, what, what made you want to talk about this, Sam? Talk to me. Well, well, we know, remember when I first came to Texas, I went to all the local comic shops and I was getting kicked out to the curb. It was almost like uh, the French Prince of Bel-Air, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Right. Like, Get out of here. Right. And, you know, comments are like, um, you know, why are we going to promote you? Um, you know, we don't see an audience for that book, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You get all these different things. So recently I was at a show, a comic con, and I was, I was doing really well. And one of the LCS, uh, comic shop owners, um, approached me. He's like, Hey, how come we don't have this on, on our shelves? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, where are you located? When he told me, he said, oh, you're, the one, you're one of them that told me that you didn't have an audience for my <laughs> right? So it's interesting, right? Because they, they, I was talking about people make uh, decisions um, based on taste. So he made a decision because it, he didn't find it appealing, but he saw that I had an audience at a convention. And he's like, oh, right? Forgot about the fact that I walked into that store, right? So I did. I found it interesting that you know if you keep hustling and keep putting the grind, eventually people will find you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, absolutely, dude. I mean, I think people, especially in today's. I mean, we we briefly were talking about even just in our jobs, right? How you know just the way the whole country is, right? Like retail and and and, and that kind of stuff is suffering, right? People aren't going to stores to buy stuff. So a lot of people are going to be a little shy about picking up stuff that they don't understand. Like you said, that they maybe don't like because it's not their style. Right. And, and so we have to prove to them that they're making a mistake by yeah. not putting the book in their shelves. Yeah. And how do you do that? By just <laughs> he got grinding. The he cut the papers <laughs> by by grinding, by grinding, and and by and by showing them. Look, there is an audience for this. Yeah. See, you, you you see it in action, and now and now they want the juice. Now they want the duty juice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it, it, that that happens, man. That happens. But now 
what happens when when things like that occur is that now you have the balls on your court and you have the 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 leverage, leverage yeah. right and negotiation is all about leverage so now you decide when you want to be put in that store if you want to be put in that store yeah. you know how many books go in that store it's a nice place to be in but it takes work it yeah. take had you just given up and said hey man maybe they're right my joint is not that it's not it Right. Duty juice is no bueno. <laughs> you would have probably just, they would have never found you yeah. here at this shop again to do what it is that you had to do. Paul's got a comment in there. Uh, I had a store signing, was talking to the owner. I told him how hard it is to get other stores to host me signing. He couldn't believe it because he said his customers enjoyed me and my books. Got to show them. Yep. Yeah. You got to show them, man. Yeah. You got to show them. And the proof is in the, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. That's what, you know, for, so for me, it's like, um, like I'm committed to my craft, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever the end result is, I'm committed to my craft. And, and so I know that, you know, I believe that energy attracts energy and, 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 you know, people are going to see the work and they're going to, and, um, the hustle's real, right. You know, and so, and there is an audience. I I have an audience um, that I've cultivated that at the shows, right? And I, and I, and it's translating, you know, to viewership on the art channel, which I haven't been updated. Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Um, but it's you know it's translating there. So, but it's a slow, steady grind. Um, and it, and eventually, people. It's the same thing when I did licensing expo, right? They wanted they they're like, oh, you know, we see we see the potential, but. How many have you sold? How, what's how big is your audience? What's the demand? What's the blah blah blah? They want you to do the work first, right? Yeah. So um, for me, it's like uh, I wait. I'm patient. You know, I'm still I'm still in the studio drawing. You know, so you know it'll when it happens, it happens. See, but I, I think that that's I think there, there's something good about about that, right? About sometimes we need to hear the nose. Yeah. To to. I guess to make us work harder, to to motivate us, and sometimes it it works the other way. It, sometimes it deters you, and then you quit or whatever. But you shouldn't quit. Like if you're in this thing, you gotta you gotta build that tough skin, man. It's not all gonna be yeses, yeses, yeses. Yeah. Oh my god, we love it, we love it, we love. It. No, they, you may get some of those, but those are gonna be far few. Be you know they, they, they're not gonna get that many. Yeah. And, and so you gotta strike when the iron's hot too. Like if, if you get an opportunity, you got to jump on it too. You got to know when to, when to jump on those opportunities, but you also got to know that if, even if this person says no, now they'll be back, they'll be back. Yeah. You, you, you got to believe, you got to believe in what you're doing. That's what, that's what it, it, it comes down to. You got to believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, and yeah. I, I, for me, it's, um, and even at the shows, other promoters come up to you and say, Hey, yo, you check out my show. You know, you know. I think you'll do great at my show. You know, and so you know. I think when 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 you when you love what you do, um, you're gonna attract people. People are gonna be attracted to what's going on. They want to be part of it. Um, and you know, this past year, I had fun at the at the conventions. I mean, even mm -hmm. even one that was dead as a doornail. You know, I found the way it was uh, it was Paul, it was Laurie Calcaterra. Um, we were all there, and it was dead as a doornail. And um, but I made sales. Um, and we hung out and we had fun, you know, we made the best of it. So it's like, even in the worst case scenarios, oh, we, you know, I'm there for a reason. Let's, let's do what we got to do. Let's try to find a uh, silver lining in it. Um, but, um, I think a lot of it, you know, 
I think you just got to find your rhythm and, and, and don't get deterred. You know, I mean, I can tell you right now, if I go in my, my closet, I have over a hundred rejection letters, bro. Yeah. You know, it's just like I say them all, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so, and they just they just motivate me because think of think of these Charles Schultz, bro, is an empire. Yeah. Think of you know um, Harry Potter. What's her face? Um, uh, Rowling. Rowling's, Rawlings, bro. Yeah. She got turned down dozens of times, right? So it's like, yeah, it's a of taste. It's a matter of taste. It's yeah, right person is gonna see you and it's like, yo, I, I can do something with that. And then, you know, just, it, it'll come when it comes. Yeah. I think part of like, and, and we go through it, you know, part, the hard part about this is that it's not a full-time thing. No. Right. And, and it's not a full-time thing because it's not generating enough money to sustain yes. the cost of living. That's the and frustrating so, And so that's frustrating because now you have to go to your nine to five and try to find time yeah. to do what you actually love. And it creates, you know headaches and you know migraines and, and and tired nights and i don't feel like doing it tonight and i don't feel like doing this and so that's tough that and and so compile the no with that but it's like you got to fight through it you got to make them love you you got that's the heart yeah the heart yeah i think the hard part is that um like i i'll tell you i downloaded um um clip studio paint for my ipad pro mm-hmm intentionally so when i travel i can draw never drawed once never illustrated once because i'm in meetings <laughs> i'm in meetings Damn. i'm at dinners i'm at meetings and conferences and traveling on a plane or a taxi or and it's like i never get to do it and then i look forward to when i got home but then you know flying back i got the vid and the next you know i'm bedridden for four days and, right. and so i'm out of commission yeah. and i'm trying to get my strength back and then yeah. You know, now today I got a migraine. I was throwing up earlier today at work, and because uh, you know, I ate something wrong yesterday, and it just it it overlapped to the next day. So yeah. it wears and tears in your body. So it's trying to find the strength, and then yeah. then I look forward to going online. And shout out to Lou because she's been my road dog yeah. on my live streams. Um, you know, you know, chatting it up and and you know, just drawing, and uh, and I look forward to those moments just to go and just draw. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's been few and far between moments. Uh, it's been hard. Uh, yeah. You know, I did a I did a, a quick little run on drawing duty as Chris Santa Claus for a few days, and then on, and then it just dropped. And uh, um, you know, I got me I got me this book here because I wanted to get inspired and I like this person's art. Uh, what's the name of the artist? I think it's uh, Paolo Antista, and it's called Sourceline. This right here, I mean, the art on the oh, interior yeah. is beautiful. And uh, so I wanted inspiration. And, uh, you know, so I got this book and I'm like, the artwork is fire. And um, yeah, I like the size of the book too. Yeah, I like it. Right. It's, it's a nice, nice size. Yeah. No, you know, it's good. almost like manga size almost. Is that hardcover or that's, uh, that's soft, soft, cover. soft cover? Nice. Yeah. yeah but nice. it, it's soft cover. Um, but it's, I mean, the color, the coloring on this is fire. So um, your live joys, you make it fun. And uh, so, um, you know, and um, but because I wasn't, I you know, I came back, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in a rut, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pick this up, I'm gonna read this, and I'm trying to get some inspiration. Um, I know, man, you know. That, that's that's the tough part, man. It's just staying motivated and like, you know, doing 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 creative things. You know, like that's why, like even with with the channel that I started, you know, just talking to other artists and talking shop. That's helped me because, you know, we, we talk about things and you're like, oh, I never even, that's a good idea. And then, you know, it, it just translates to me writing or, 
whether it's sketching. I just got like a, I got a, you ever heard of the remarkable tablet? It's no. like, it's like a little tablet where it doesn't have a light. It, it's, it's weird. It's like writing on paper, but it's, it's just a, it's, it's the tablet. And so I'm using that. So I'm, I'm, I'm able to sketch characters on there. I can write and then it, tra it, it converts it into text. So that even my chicken scratch, I don't have to have to retype it out. I can just uh, it just dope. uploads to the computer. It's kind of cool. Um, so I've been using that, you know, like any little thing, man, that that I can use. You know, unfortunately, we've been we've been away. You've been away yeah, with work and stuff like that. So we haven't been able to do this, which is also part of you know Tuesday nights are fun because yeah. we get to do this. Yeah. So that's gone. But you know, I, I guess we have to try to find a way to get it done. I mean, like you said, issue six. It's coming. You're working on it. I, I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to lettering it. And then that'll be out, you know, and you have more, another issue to push at a convention to, so that people can buy it, pick it up. I swear to you, there's, there's a, a couple of dozen people out here in Texas that will not go on crowdfunding. They'll wait for me to show up. At the show. Like even, even when I posted um, those two events, um, yeah. that I'm doing because uh, I'm booking my lineup now. I'm waiting for some of the conventions to open up the applications because they're still they're still not up yet. But um, I got hit up saying, "Oh, I can't wait. Are you going to have the next issue? Right. right? Oh, I'm going to be at that show. Right. Yeah. So and so that's the good part. But they'll never go to the crowdfunder. Um, yeah. No matter what. I mean, this is crowdfunding is another it's a topic that we can talk about for days you know and why it works why it doesn't work i think obviously it's it's saturated there's a lot on there um and i think people want it now i want it now if i want to read this book i want to read it now yeah do you have it i'm taking home right now i don't want to pay 10 15 20 for this book remember you know I mean? back in crazy comics days we used to hustle to put out the books because every convention mm -hmm. they were waiting for the next one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, no. yeah. so we used to grind mm -hmm. putting the books out because we were, we had a, we were cultivating that audience and we had yeah. a nice audience. And especially, uh, especially at the big Apple comic con, oh, we were there every, we were there every time, like every month or whatever the hell we were the, the show, Apple, bro. Yeah, it was great. It was <laughs> yeah. great. It was, it was our spot. Yeah, was, that, everybody took notice. That you know, was, that that was, was great. That's what we felt like kings. <laughs> we were like, yo, this is awesome. That was home. That was home. It was home. And our squad got deep. I remember one time there was like eight of us at the table. We had, what's his name, Mike? What's his name, Mike? The, the, the sculptor? We had Anibal. Oh, yeah. We had the sculptor. We had you. Yeah. We had me. We had John. Oh, it was crazy. We were just yeah. like, yo, this, these guys are rolling deep. It, it was good, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. But yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I think, and remember, Brian Polito came up to us because we had yeah. such a buzz at the time. And we were like the first time they were like, who are you guys? Like, you guys are doing really well. Oh, and I think that that's the yeah. thing, right? That's the thing. You have to create that buzz so that people approach you, and yeah. which is what's happening for you yeah. now in Texas, for example, is that they're approaching you. They're saying, hey, man, why isn't this in my store? And it's because... Oh. You yeah. gotta do it. You gotta do it until they ask for you. I'm you working. On a, I'm working on a whole new banner. I'm working on on, yeah. on all new 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 um uh, products uh, at the table because I, talking to talking to a lot of the the people that come to my table and supported my work, hearing what they look what they're looking for, right? Right. And, um, like this this convention in tech in San Antonio, they're big on trading cards. Right. So I'm like, oh, so I'm packaging my trading cards, getting that, getting that ready. I'm going to have a couple of decks. I'm going to have the monster series. I'm going to have like a bunch of different series, you know, for, so I was like, 
just thinking proactively, not just relying on the books, but also yeah. on all of the miscellaneous stuff. There's a lot of planning to go. I mean, next year, next year, my the Russ, the Russ character turns 25. And like, I, I want to do next year almost like a, a birthday party for him. So I do. I, I want to do things like that at every convention. Yeah, so it's 25 years, but that's a long freaking time, dude. It's like, kid. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to next year. And, and, and again, making people go to the table, making whoever it is that you never know who's going to come to your table. What up, Grant? You never know who's coming to your table. So you got to treat that like, yeah. you know. I have an educator that I'm talking to right now. Yeah. Into my you table. never know, bro. Yeah. You never know. It's like, you it, never know. And that's why you got to keep your options open and, um, you know, and treat everybody like they're the most important. When they come to your table, treat them special. Yeah. You know, and it's like, be very mindful. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. We did the, um, uh, Paulie G and I, we were at a, a book signing at, um, I think it's Collected Comics or Geek Out. Uh, they they had that new store, and uh, there was this young man. And for, at first, his his mom and dad came over and they were looking at the stuff, whatever, blah blah blah. And he was really interested, and he kept looking at um, the trading cards, right? And uh, he wound up getting a lot. I mean, he 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 dropped some money on my table, and so he got the graphic novel. He got uh, he got pinups and stickers and i mean he got everything nice and uh so but he never got the trading cards right and so uh i went over to him he's sitting down and he's excited he's sitting with his parents and i went over and gave him a pack of trading cards he's like what's this for i said just thank you and he lit up right he's i know if he runs i run into him again at a convention i know he'll come back because he was so enamored by it but it was just one of those things like i have this thing where i'm so I watch everybody like when little kids come over and the parents don't want to hook them up and uh, I'll give the kid a sticker. Right. You know, so it's, it's those things because people walk away. That's why I do the trading cards. Right. The bounce backs. I call them bounce backs in retail. You call them bounce backs. They go away with the card. It has your QR code. Bomb. They go to your website. They look into you. Make sure you know the next day they're back and they're buying the book. Right. So the first day they might not, but I gave them a credit. No, no strings attached. Just come over, say hello. You got a card. Bomb. They leave. Next. Next guaranteed every time the next day they came back you got to find a way to to just get you, you got to be different from everybody else don't follow trends be a trendsetter you know um but look at your competitors and try to elevate your game compared to what your competitors are doing mm -hmm. but make sure what you have it, it it's relevant to what's happening right um and you don't just rely on your books you know make sure you have extra stuff like paulie gomez he does his sketch he gives first free sketches right that's 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 a hook right that brings them in I got a free sketch. Now, as he's talking to them, he's doing his elevator pitch. Boom. Now he got a bump. Right. So you got to find a way yeah. that can work for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, that, and that's, that's, a, that's how I, yeah, that's how I started doing the spinner thing because that just gets people to the table. They just want to spin a wheel. Yeah. And then it, that's, those are the icebreakers, right? You know, you, you hand out whatever it is you have to hand out. It just makes it easier rather than, you know, they call them carnival barkers, right? Like, come on, step on up, step on up. Yeah. Some people, some people get get turned off by that, and they, you know, they kind of shy away from a table that's yelling to come over. But if you just hand them something, you know, or they see something they want to do at your table, they'll come over, um, and and you got them like that. But you have to be ready with your pitch, and you have to be smiling, and you have to be ready. You have to be ready. You can't just they come over to your table and you just sit back down and just start drawing. It. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I do a lot of conventions alone, right? So when you got to. Make sure you pack your food. Make sure you have your drinks. I always take a cooler, 
right? Because you don't want to be you know, gluten-free comics. There you go. Gluten-free right? comics. Make sure you have all your stuff because if you're by yourself, you, you got to find a way to stay energized all day. Mm-hmm. And this convention in San, in San Antonio, it's four days and it's to eight o'clock at night every day. It's a big event, right? So I'm like, oh, damn, the kind of energy that I got to have to last that long. I start burning out past six o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn right so now mentally i'm getting myself prepared right for that event what what how do i have to show up those four days what's what's going to make the difference those four days what do i got to oh, do yeah. those four days you, right? you're going solo to those to, to that the one in yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can't leave uh because i got the dogs so right, um, right, right. well if it was just an hour drive because san antonio is a five hour drive for me um so no, if it was an hour drive, i could come back home but because yeah. i can stay over there um yeah. i have to go by myself Nah, man. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. That's what it is. You guys just got to keep grinding. Don't, you know, farm to table comics. Don't give up on the fact that people are saying no to you because eventually if you do it long enough and you're doing but it's got to be quality stuff. If you're doing it long enough and you have quality stuff, they'll come around. They'll come around. They'll come around. It's like I'm not getting discouraged with the the whole Indiegogo um, thing. It's frustrating because, you know, it's like it's the same product that was on on Kickstarter and I didn't have a thousand Backers, loose trying to go to the San Diego, San San Antonio. That's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope. Nice. And um, you know, so it's like, um, it's just tough, you know, because I haven't been aggressive with promoting the Indiegogo, but I'm like, dude, come on, man. I mean, it's like you're getting something, bro. It's it's like, dude, right? But at the end of the day, you know, my bread and butter is at the conventions. It's in the street. This is where I connect with you. So that's where your energy goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, soloing can be brutal. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. It is brutal. Um, you know, it's, uh, but you know, it's also worth it. I mean, uh, unless you got somebody trying to break in your room at three in the morning, um, like I did, <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, so but always be mindful of the types of hotels you could actually, uh, uh, secure. I, I got one with that's exposed to the, the, the streets. And I'm like, uh, never again. You got um, to be yeah. careful. You got to be careful with that stuff. It's, you know, it's a grind, but you got to, yeah, again, put in the work, keep focused. People will eventually come your way mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then capitalize on it. Don't, don't turn people away. Yes. Um, like, I know that I don't have the stomach to go door to door right now to go to all the LCSs and door to door, right? Is it, I don't have the energy right now, I'm, you know, based on work. But I know that as soon as the, um, my book um, starts getting distributed um, nationally, um, uh, that I'm going to hit all my local stores first and say, yo, this is available. You can order it today. Boom. And, uh, and then go from there. You know what I'm saying? So... There are things you don't like to do, you got to do it, but oh, but put them in the grind if you love it. A pepper spray, kid. And, all right, back up, son. All right, so we see that uh, our guest is in the waiting Let's room. Do it. That was the topic. If you like that topic, give us a thumbs up um, and leave a comment below. But before we bring him in, I'm just going to remind you guys that uh, there is an Indiegogo going on right now. And here's a promo with fantastic art by none other than Lupons. Once a year, on Hallow's Eve, the world comes together to escape and become something more than themselves. Until a little green alien from another planet proved 
that being yourself can be. Delicious. There's an Alien My Toilet available for pre-order right now on Indiegogo. Get yours today. What's up, Kerry? Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. Thank you for having me. What's going on, Kerry? How's everything, man? Everything good over there? And everything is good. I, I was a little I'm I'm always fearful of how my sound system because my yeah. I have a daughter. She uh, she likes to have her own whatever it is uh, with the microphone. So you have to readjust when, when I use it. Yeah, no, no, you, you, you're coming in nice and clear, nice and clear. Thank so wel welcome to Catch the Craze, man. T tell us a little bit about who Carrie Chug is and uh, and what it is that you do. So uh, I lived in, I live in Ogden, Utah. I've lived most of my life here. And uh, uh, I, so my real job, my nine to five job is uh, to work health insurance. And, you know, who knows if currently I have to wish that this will be a high, uh, side hustle. That, that'll be upgraded that way. Mm -hmm. You know, pipe dream, who knows? Maybe it, it, it will be the career, but. Yeah, that's where you're at right now, right? It's, it's all yeah. about that grind. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about, you know, the, the no's that we hear, you know, whether it's at a, a comic book shop or person buying. Have you have you found that people have kind of maybe rejected the idea of Sledge and they have come back around to say, hey, you know what? That's a pretty good book, man. So my favorite example, uh, one coworker and, and friend, uh, you know, I, I showed him when I was uh, starting to put together uh, was Sledge number one. And, you know, he emphasized that, you know, he's really only into Deadpool and I mean, Sledge, you can kind of say he's he's a little bit more on the Boy Scout side, mm -hmm. but uh, you know when I when I brought a copy, I brought a copy to work, and I thought, what the heck? Uh, let, let's see what he thinks of it. And I kind of anticipated that he would uh, he would say, okay, for you know for for the goody goody, it's it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But he came back to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, this is awesome. <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah. That was completely uh, beyond my expectations. So I, that that gave me a, a shot of confidence, and uh, you know, I, I gave it to uh, one guy who I, as I was developing as a writer, I, I sampled him scripts that I, I was writing, and you know, he he was very critical of it. But when I sampled him a PDF of uh, Sledge Number One, uh, you know, I got a solid out of him. Mm, okay. That's so. You know, anybody here that that sounds encouraging? Yeah, not for sure. For sure. Well, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, especially with comics, when you, when you get a script and they can't see the act, the visuals, they they maybe sometimes they don't understand it. It's not until they see the finished product they're like, "Oh, okay, I see what you were doing here. I see, I get it now." You know. Well, admittedly, I mean, this was way early. I was very mm -hmm. green, and uh, so much was hinged on exposition and. Okay. I can't say that I truly, uh, truly challenged the hero. Uh, the stakes weren't that high. Okay. So, you know, yeah, that's something I had to develop. Something you know that was all that uh, extremely important. That you know that it's not easy for the hero. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it can't all. It can't be a power of fantasy every time. 
Well, well, let's talk a little bit about about Sledge. How, when did you create it? How how long ago did you create those? So, you know, having this idea that I I wanted to get it out and not really being around anybody who had any kind of publishing or uh, experience. It, it's always been it's been like that, and uh, you know the the idea. I've I've been trying to figure things out to going back to the late nineties, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, figuring out what, uh, what can be done to uh, get uh, to uh, set up the deal with the artist, uh, you know, finding ways of affording it. And I didn't quite feel ready to uh, to go crowdfunding the, this first time around that, you know, uh, there's only a few more pages that need to be done with Sledge number three. So that that was out of pocket uh, to, to, to pay the artist there. And, you know, I, I'm going to try to figure out, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford to keep it going. So it's, uh, it's going to be crowdfunding uh, going forward, hope, you know, hoping that we can make that work. And that, uh, you know, with, with this, I can market it right, get enough attention, that uh, there'll be some traction uh, from that marketing that, you know, uh, people will be interested in more. Yeah, so, so you, you call them a, a Boy Scout. So tell, tell us what Sledge is about, Terry. So about. Now, you know, power-wise, the way I like to sum him up, he's poor man's Iron Man, uh, artificial Superman, gadget-enhanced Batman, or Peter Parker, who couldn't get the spider bite, so became a gym rat. <laughs> okay. That's cool. So it, it's, it's, your, it's a superhero story, and you have those tropes in the story, which I think people can kind of, like, wrap their heads around. Sometimes it's hard to wrap their heads around. I read the I read the PDF you sent us, and I got to tell you, from a from a story standpoint, you know, from just the writer's standpoint, I like how you explained his powers to us. It it wasn't it wasn't like a big exposition kind of thing. I kind of like the way you did it, where he kind of is having a conversation with somebody else and is telling about it. Tell us a little bit about your your creative process when it comes to writing exposition, for example. So story. one thing that swam in my head way back, you know, one science teacher I once had, Dale Christofferson, you know, wow. rest in peace. Okay. He uh, he would have some interesting conversations at the beginning of class of, of uh, oftentimes, you know, possibilities. And he mentioned Star Wars about how, you know, you got those speeders where, you know, they hover. Mm -hmm. You know, is it maybe someday we will figure out how to reverse the Earth's magnetism and you know hover like that and i i was thinking big i mean what if we could magnify it that much more and create actual flight right so that had been uh going th uh, through my head and you know so uh, suppose you know he scientifically figures that out and i mean i'm i'm tired of the the storm trooper, uh, storm trooper syndrome when it comes to anybody with who's you know, shooting at the hero mm -hmm. so i thought you know let's you know, let's eliminate that from being a, a, a huge problem where he, you know, like like you saw uh, in that, in what you read, that, you know, he's bulletproof, but he's not fistproof. Right. Yeah. I noticed that. At first I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then when you explained it, I was like, I get it. Okay. That makes sense. Because I was like, wait, bullets aren't hurting him, but somebody punches him in the face and he's like, oh. I'm like you're bulletproof, dude. Like what happened? But I love that. I love that you brought that up. So go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. And and you know, it, I I always I'm always worried that I'm uh, you know like you said I'm, I'm that I'm not expositing things right. That I'm, I'm 
you know, how, how well am I showing rather than telling? And mm -hmm. like you, I'm surprised, you know, so many people who sampled it, they'd always bring that up. <laughs> and I mean, I can't say it was the main thing that was on my mind. So I was always surprised how many people saw the cool factor there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 don't, I totally thought it was very cool because now you can forget about that. Now you understand why he had, how his powers work. And now you can just enjoy the story and understand that, but there are rules now, right? So you set right. your rules. You're like, okay, I, these projectiles can't hit me, but I can be, I can be hit by a, he used the example of a bat, for example, right. a metal bat. You can't hit him with a metal, a metal, a metal bat. You won't hurt him. A wooden bat gets through it. And it's because of the way the suit that he's wearing is designed. It's not yeah. designed to repel anything other than metal, which right. is a great way to explain why he's bulletproof and all that other stuff. So yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought that was brilliant. And, and for those watching and have no idea what the heck we're talking about, Sledge is a comic book that Kerry Chuck created. And within the story, the, the, the superhero's name is Sledge. He creates a suit and he explains how the powers work. And it's done in a way where it's not, I'm, I'm not falling asleep. It's a quick conversation and we're done. That's it. We move on. So kudos to you for being able to get it done that fast, Gary. Thank you. And it's also worth mentioning, that, um, you know, I, I, I mentioned that, you know, reversing the earth magnetism. And I, I consulted with a dear friend who was a physics major. And he said, don't go that route. Go anti, uh, go with gravitons. Hmm. The, uh, the science of that. I mean, you know, and it was much later I would watch the science of Superman. I think that was on the History Channel. Talk, uh, they mentioned that very theory as a possibility where we could you could justify mm -hmm. Superman's flight. I love that. So I, I, yeah, I love it. it made me appreciate all all the more that I had a smart friend. Still, yeah. have, still <laughs> a smart friend. That's amazing. Yeah, and you do give him a shout out at the beginning of the book, which I saw, which is very nice of you to, to give him a shout out, especially when he gives you that kind of information. That's great. That's a that's a nice little piece to add to to your uh, to your story. So you're you're. At this point, Sledge is, you know, crime fighter. You know, he's got he's got parents. The kid's got some parents. He's a young kid. And I, I saw that. I like the dynamic, and that was an issue, too. The dynamic between the parents. Talk to, talk to me a little bit about your character development and, and why so, you incorporate that. Yeah, I, I thought the dead parent thing has kind of been done to death. So I, I thought that uh, they could be a voice of reason, you know, take advantage of them uh, that way. Mm -hmm. So that that's why I brought them in there and... Uh, you know, I don't know if you picked up on this, but, you know, there's a little bit of hint of what will be developed further uh, to say that one, I say, inspirate uh, one inspiration from a character was Disney's Aladdin. Hmm. And even further back, you know, and even felt more like that when I get really found out what the story of uh, Thief of Baghdad's all about. And they, they, you know, the guys who made Aladdin admit that they drew from the Thief of Baghdad story. Right. But, uh, you know, he's going to have a criminal past. Right. Yeah. And uh, so this will be kind of a uh, there will be something of uh, his feeling some responsibility. And, you know, I would say the angle that I'm taking there is, you know, his um, another Spider-Man parallel. He, uh, you know, he, he got he got bullied as a kid. And he just he, he took that initiative to uh, to to train himself mm -hmm. and being smart and being athletic. He got picked up uh, by, uh, you know, a, an industrialist who wanted to do an uh, industrial espionage and put him in, in charge of that. Hmm. 
And for that time frame, you know, nothing's been, I've lo a script has been written, but nothing has been drawn. But uh, he, you know, the, his being, being a criminal, that was his outlet because he felt like he really had no place to, to take where he could use both his athleticism and his smarts. And, uh, you know, we ha he has his wake-up call. That's all been scripted. And, you know, he decides that he uh, he found a way to do be, do crime fighting, and that could be his new outlet. Yeah. No, I, I like the fact that you, even within the story, and, and again, this is part of, like, you know, the, the, the writing, um, and I give you props for that, is that you've managed to give us these rules. And, and it's a fun book to read. It, Thank you. It's not, it's not, it's not heavy. Like it almost sounds like, oh my God, espionage. And it, it sounds like it could get really heavy and it, it, it may, it may get, you know, you may, may get deep into it. But right now it's just a fun, quick read, nice, fun story. The way comics, the way we like comics to be, right? It's just, right. it's just a comic book about this kid. You know, he knows he has power. That's the thing. It's not about him finding out his power. At this point, he already knows how his powers work, that he has powers. It's about dealing with them and 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 finding a way to make them um put to good put them to good use without breaking the law because that's what he wants to do he doesn't want to break the law it looks like anymore he's doing everything legally he's he's just and he consults with people say hey is this illegal we're good right so i have no issues and i like that you added that into it because you've added characters that will kind of like you know you know steer him in the right direction so right. to speak so that that's also good, man. How how long how many issues are you planning for this book to be? Are you is it an ongoing series or what what are you doing with it? So part three essentially completes a, a trilogy. Okay. And uh, you know I I probably have a year's more worth of script uh, scripts written. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where the uh, the crowdfunding will come in to play, and uh, keep that going. Well, uh, you know I think you need your intermittent thing uh you know intermittent you know fun stories before you get into the the heavy uh character exploration that will explain you know uh, what was this criminal pa uh past all about right and uh, i you know i got i'll i'll i think i found a good way to implement the hero's journey to, to explain a little bit of of uh you know a further story of who his mentor was that uh helped him to developed uh you know that kind of athleticism right yeah no it's not, it sounds it sounds like you have a you have a plan in place yes right? so so yeah no congratulations to you i know you have a website where they can buy the book right they they can pick up your book on the website at this point How can currently it's indie planet okay indieplanet.com uh, slash sledge and uh yeah they can pick up both issues there right issues yeah two and three it may be about three pages uh you know the artist he's uh, uh, he's in brazil and uh I, I you know i know he's having his own uh difficulties but uh you know we're, we're staying in touch good so hopefully soon we'll we'll have uh have that all out awesome man awesome sam you got you got anything for for carrie i uh, just put the link in the chat at, um and the awesome. link to your socials also in the summary of this this stream Yes. Um, no. Uh, uh, do you have uh, any events at, or appearances you're doing in 2024? So uh, I, uh, I know there's a local, uh, there are some conventions I can uh, do locally. There's the Ogden Con where, I, where I'm at that. I know that's slated for May 19th. Hmm. 
It'll be sometime in September where they have the Salt Lake uh, Fan X in Salt Lake City. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, you have about like a razor thr uh, thin time to, to sign up to be part of that art, to be a part of Artist Alley. Yeah, they it's a lot fast. And uh, and uh, there's also Wasatch Con. So those are my aim there. And, uh, you know, I, I you know, uh, there's one person I know. He owns a media store, and I, I, I know that he needs me to, uh, to show that uh, you know I can be a draw, to, right. to bring people right. there before right. I can say you know hey can you, can you, can you book me a book signing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the last question is you know uh, you in the start of this conversation, you mentioned um, you don't know if this is a pipe dream, but you're doing this. You don't know if, you know you don't know where it's going to end up. Where do you find your motivation to keep going forward and work and doing this? So I, uh, now you got to find the, the opportunities yet. Uh, you got, you know, whenever I get the, the new stuff from the artist, uh, Tiago, I mean, I'm amazed at what he can do. I mean, uh, the way that Tiago draws, as you see in the second half of sludge number two, uh, it kind of it felt like, you know, here's a guy who can draw him to be looked about as jacked as I would expect uh, Jim Lee to draw. Right. So he he always blows me away with uh, with every development, with every new image I get. And in the meantime, hey, it's things like this that uh, to uh, especially when I you know, I've been on podcasts before, and I love that you guys ask for homework from me <laughs> to look at. And, uh, you know, uh, so that you could uh, tell me what uh, what you know. And, yeah, that it's been a while since I've had any kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm so I'm thrilled that I that I got it. Yeah, but awesome. uh, and it keeps me motivated to uh, to uh, to I have my YouTube channel, KC the Sledge Storyteller. And I love what I put out on that. That gives me a face to the brand. And. Uh, I regularly invite people to uh, to uh, to check it out, to order it, and uh, you know, with uh, as long as I feel like I have something to say about storytelling, I, I'm that much motivated to uh, to to keep at you know de developing what I've got. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Though. It's awesome. Now, listen, I, I think having your book to read helps us ask you questions about the book that you're creating without just without the generic, so uh, tell us how you create, you know, like without the generic question, we can really dive into your story because your story is different than yes. somebody else's story. And I and I appreciate that you were open to send that because some people may, may think, no, 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 I don't want to send you that. I got I to gotta sell it. I got to sell the book. You know, yeah. and it's it, when it comes to these kind of things, I think that's, that's very important. So yeah, no, thank you for doing that, Carrie. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you for being a guest on Cast the Craze. And again, if you're watching this show, um, the links are in the chat and in the summary. Check it out. Uh, Sledge, we wish you all the best, and uh, you're always welcome back, buddy. Thank you, and yeah, I'll keep that in mind. All right, bro. Thanks, Carrie. Take care, man. You too. Have a good one. Later. All right. Carrie yeah. Chug. Yeah, Carrie Chug. I like the way they designed the uh, the logo. It looks like a badge. Yeah, almost. It's cool, right. right? Yeah, you could definitely put it like on a hat or something. Yeah, right? yeah. It's easy to market. Yeah, uh, yeah big time, big time. Yeah. But yeah, no big big shout out to to Kerry, man. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. You know, he's got a he's got a, a a story that he's obviously thought out, 
What up, JD? Uh, late as always. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, big, big shout out to, to Kerry. He's, he's doing it. He's you know, I think it. anything, any art form, anything that's creative requires requires a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sleepless nights and doubt and, and, and stress and all this stuff because a lot of the time it's, you know, you're working for free. You know, you're, 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 you're putting up your own money that, um, that you're making to pay your bills, but that you're, 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 you're sacrificing your personal entertainment or maybe taking your family out on a trip to invest in you, you know, whatever it is, you're making concessions, um, you're putting in long hours and you're trying to figure it out. And, 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 um, you know, the game is, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough game, whether it's your musicians, you know, whatever it is, whatever artistic form, there's a lot of sacrifice, you know, so it's not for the faint of heart, you know, and uh, go in it with eyes wide open, but know that, you know, you said it earlier, you're going to get more noses than yes. And you're going to get more heartache than anything. Um, This is why depression is such a big thing in the art world uh, and in the creative world, uh, because, you know, you start doubting yourself, but, you know, you everybody was gifted with something on this planet and so just as long as you found that gift and you're you're, you're applying that you know don't give up man at, at least for self-gratitude right at the end of the day if nothing ever happened you have something that you can be proud of and say i did this bro yeah for sure dude for sure it, it is it is it's one of those things where like you got to love this otherwise you'll just stop doing it yeah, yeah. a lot of people do love it and this is why we still do it this is why we still come on on Tuesdays, even after, you know, migraines coming on, you know, we, I was almost late for this thing. And, Dude, you know, we, remember, we do it. It's, it's remember, remember that time where I got, I got hit by a car, my car, <laughs> he ran right into the side of my car, remember, wrecked me. And I still showed up on the podcast. <laughs> I drove home oh, with, with so my weird. window and my door caved in. Yeah, in the middle of winter. That was a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah that was. That yeah, was I was drinking ago. on the podcast because my nerves were shot, but I, I still did the podcast. Right? That's it's like it's right. crazy, you know, because that the that night the podcast was my um therapy. Yeah, yeah, it is. This turns into that, right? Because yeah. you, this is the escape. This is the escape. But no, but big shout out to Carrie for uh, for his book Sledge. Make sure you check it out. the the uh, The link is in the show notes for his book indieplanet.com forward slash sledge so yeah. check that out over there and um yeah man i mean this has been it's a fun comeback show we'll be back next uh next week with another guest yeah uh and we'll be talking to them about their book so that look you know tune into that next week let's see let's see i'll tell you who it is since you asked my account uh next week we have jade loiter and Jay Loiter is indie comic creator and educator. Teaches at Montana State University in the School of Arts as the head of foundations. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot of resume. He does a lot of paintings. Um, he started publishing shortly, and they started working with Lesser Known Comics in 2002, where he released his first book, It's a Horror Show. It's a Horror Show. Yeah, he, he did, he's also worked on Tales from the Dispatch with Comics Dispatch and... Uh, Got a pretty lengthy, lengthy um, um, resume. So I'm looking forward to that um, show. Uh, that's a new Later, person. That's a, that's a new person on the show. Later, Gators. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, no. He's uh, actually I've met him. I, I've actually met Jade. Really, Are really you? cool dude. Yeah, really cool dude. I think I met him. Was it at New York Comic Con or I think it was in Baltimore? Maybe. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah, it was Baltimore, which I'll be at next year. 
Yeah, Baltimore. And I'll also be a Burgers. Yeah, also be a wicked next year. So yeah, no, no, he's coming on next week. So that's gonna be a good time, man. But yeah, that's gonna be a good yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. So, huh? No, no, I was gonna say thank you everyone for coming on, uh, for checking us out today. Yeah, thank you everybody the for was back for popping in. You know, um, there'll be some new stuff on the Art of Samuel channel coming up soon. I'm I'm still editing, working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, I have an Indiegogo going on right now. If you're if you're a fan of this show, if you like my work, um you know get yourself a copy of there's nearly my toilet right now on indiegogo the link is in the chat it's also in the summary in the show notes uh, i love for you to get a copy um you know you'll laugh you'll have fun and uh and it, ha- and it features a lot of talented artists in the book but also the- there's an opportunity to get your hands on a cover that- by a fantastic artist uh Lupons, which is killed with the cover. so love for you to get a copy Definitely. support it thanks a bunch thank you i had a blast so so did we so yeah, another week, another show. I'll definitely week. be back next week. We won't be here Christmas week. We'll, we'll, you know what? Next week we'll probably do a countdown. We, we, we always do a Christmas countdown, like a like a gift giving countdown, right? Like what a good gifts to give. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, we got so, a few gifts. Yeah, so sure. we'll, yeah, so we'll uh, do that next week. We yeah. have to keep the, the 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 tradition alive. That's right. That's right. We do. We do, man. And, right. and make sure that you subscribe to the other channels that we have. The Art of Samuel, obviously, uh, the yeah. Get Your Meds uh, get channel your that med. I have. J.D. Calderon, I just did an interview with him. That's live right now. Sebastian Bonet's interview drops. I think uh, I'm on J.D.'s on, yeah, I'm on J.D. Calderon's show on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to be, be on, about kids gonna, books. Yeah, we're going to be on there on, uh, on Sunday, yeah, so that'll be right. a good time. So make that's sure right. you check us out there, and uh, yeah, dog, that's all. That's all I got, brother. That's it. With that said, I'm Sam, the crazy man, Vera. George, the dream of Medina. And we are... Where we we are out. Now I was talking about my friend Aquis. I met him. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking. Oh, he described me. He said, "I'm the what?" You're listening to catch the craze. You're listening to catch the craze. Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs> 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 <laughs>